I pray that you have all risen in grand spirits. It's becoming one of my favorite days of the week in the room because it is Get Body Friday. Woo -woo. And what I love about Fridays is when I pop in the room randomly, someone always appears on the stage with me. Last week it was Julie. <laughs> this week is Cece. What's good, Cece? Grand Rising. She's going to act like she's not there, guys. She most definitely is there. Grand Rising, CC. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> What's good? So, on Fridays, if you're new to the room, on Fridays, we've started a new wave called Get Bodied Fridays. What does that mean? It means where you hear less of me and more of you guys' stories throughout the week. So I invite everybody to the stage to speak, which I'm going to do right now. And all it is is a space where you can come up, you can share what's working out, what's not working out, anything that you've had to vibe through this week or push through or any lessons you've learned or um, any joy that you've had, any obstacles you've experienced. And then we pick some sticks and we see what sticks are saying to you. So you can even come to the stage and just tell me to pick a stick for you. Um, and then we don't have to hear from you. But what I love is last week, it was so powerful in listening to everybody else's stories and just hearing where people are at, like what they're going through. And then how, when we picked a stick, it was a whole vibe. Um, we encourage everybody in the Shape the Room who's coming in, whether you're coming in to host a room, whether you're coming in to listen to a room, the whole reason why we created this space is because we want people to be unapologetic about who they are and unapologetically taking up space. And um, it would be amazing as well. The man them had their first room yesterday, which was really beautiful to listen to. And they are going to be doing a room for the next four weeks on a Thursday evening at 8.30. So if you're a woman that's constantly coming in here, but you've got a partner, you've got sons, you've got brothers, cousins, it, and again, um, aunties, uncles, please invite them to the space um, because we actually just want to keep raising the conversation, raising the awareness and um, encouraging people through our own stories. And from what I've heard is, guess what guys, the view's different on the stage to it is in the audience. So when you've actually got to open your mouth and talk about something, it's a completely different view. And this week, um, last week I picked from my first collection of sticks, which are for anybody. They are um, filled with like sentences that can offer you encouragement, a word of advice, just like anything in any moment. The intention behind Pick Me Up Sticks is that you can be lifted in any moment. My intention was I wanted people to have a positive message in seconds. And that's exactly what they do. And over time, the collections have evolved. So now there's different collections for different things. But I felt like this week, people have been sifting and sorting and sifting and sorting and pressing and overcoming some things. So this week, I've picked up some of my punchiest sticks. <laughs> so it's going to be a fun day. But before we get started, I'm reading a book at the minute. It says, the book is called, Who Says You Can't? You Do. What you think, you believe, and what you believe, you create. And I just randomly opened it on a page for the room. And I want to share it with you guys. 
because that's what I do. The same way that I pick sticks is the same way I go to books and I just randomly open the page and trust the page that I open it on. And this chapter is called Everlasting Energy. It says, one of the first things to understand when it comes to energy is that you are the boss of the production line within you. As long as we are complaining about things, focusing on what our life is so bad, thinking about why we are a victim or repeatedly reminding ourselves of the things that we do not want, our opportunity to produce empowering energy is non-existent. In fact, doing just the opposite, as it does nothing but drain energy straight out of our system. We all know that when we complain about something, our energy levels go down. And that's why complaining feels like crap. One day I decided that I would refuse to complain about anything. Even when people would tell me about their problems, I would never feed them. I would try to help them to see another side. And if they didn't want to hear it, I would simply start to start to discuss a completely different topic. I would even go to the extent of telling them that if they ever wanted to complain about anything and they were looking for someone to join the party, then don't bother calling me. Yo, guys, this sounds like me, bro. If they were really going over the edge, I would tell them to stop feeling sorry for themselves or physically grab them by the shoulders and shake them out of it. It's great to show compassion, and I highly recommend it as one of a person's greatest qualities. But you also need to do what is in your own best interest and in the best interest of the one you care about. If you submit and consume yourself with everyone else's petty complaints, you leave yourself vulnerable to producing those same feelings within you. I'm well aware that we all know somebody, or maybe even a lot of people, who do nothing but whine about their way through life. They are always feeling sorry for themselves, yet they never seem to do anything about it. They try to place all their issues on you. They are subconsciously leaking their own energy and trying to fill themselves up with yours. So there's a few outcomes. Either they drain their own energy or you consume yourself with theirs and go straight to their level. Speak with a powerful tone in these situations. Be compassionate, but do not go along with the ride. You will notice after even one day of fending off negative vibes that you and others, you will feel far from productive towards the life you desire. When we focus on great things in life, our energy levels are high. Have you ever had three parties in one weekend that you want to attend? And during that weekend, you will live off four hours sleep, but you're still energetic enough to attend all the three parties and have a great time. Your energy levels even cause you to stay up until five o'clock a.m. When you're usually tucked in and sound asleep by 11, uplifting energy always creates more great energy. You are able to identify this energy because it makes you feel good, while negative energy has the opposite effect. To be able to command your own emotions, a must if you want an extraordinary life, you need to imagine a group of security guards waiting at the front of your production factory. Every time you feel someone or something is trying to break into your great energy, you are now deliberately creating overpower it in your mind. It may seem a bit challenging at the beginning for two reasons. First, 
because we are surrounded by so much negativity and second, because we actually become addicted to complaining. Do not let people infect you with their negativity. You control the situation by displaying how much you love life. I love that to start the room. We get to control our energy, guys. And it comes from us shutting down, complaining. It comes from us speaking better about where we are. And it comes from us actually taking account of the people that we're around. And if it means shutting them down too, then do, 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 do that. Do it. And if you ever come to me, guess what I'm like? Get off the pity potty, bro. I'm not coming to the pity potty with you. Get off of it. Stop peeing yourself. So it's Get Body Friday and we're ready to start the conversation. We're ready to get the party popping. Dad, you're unmuted, so let's go. Bram Rising. <laughs> um, my week, um, let's start yesterday. What a powerful room. Um, I'd like to thank all the men, then I'd like to thank, and I, Tina. Um, I was nervous as hell to start it off. I was walking up and down my front room. I was um, sweating. And I thought, after what I got into, I thought, why was it like that? But then I wasn't the person to start it off. Tina had to start it off. I couldn't. Then I wasn't wearing a clothes. I found it easier to um, relax and just to find And um, it's like having a conversation on the phone, but at the same time, it's not because you're like listening in with your ears, you're listening with your eyes, or, um, and people might be not listening with your eyes, but you know, you, you, you're not trying to speak out, so you're just trying to speak from the heart. And you know, my language might not be the most expected language, but I might put a few swear words. We lost you. Oh, I think it's where you are on the bus. Did you say you're on the bus or the train? Dad, we're going to come back to you. We lost you. Can the rest of you hear him, or is it just me? Okay, cool, we'll come back to you. But we appreciated your room last night, and we're grateful that you stood up in those nerves and done it anyways, but we'll come back to you. So we'll go in the correct order. Cece, Grand Rising, tell us about your week, girl, where you went. Grand Rising, everybody. Um, I don't want to be on this stage right now, because I feel like you've been screaming at me all week. Um, Don't worry, I'm going to your favourite collection. Keep going. Oh, great. Yeah, I just feel like um, the seasons are changing. I was having this conversation with my accountability partner yesterday. The seasons are changing and there's definitely a feeling of um, getting more internal. That's coming around. Um, the points where you start to kind of look at yourself. So I've been in reflection a lot this week, looking at... Um, where I was and how I've got to a certain point and understanding that manifestation is happening, always happening, but what we're manifesting is so determined on what we're thinking and what we believe. 
So for me, it's been the realization that I have got to my got got myself to a point where I'm I was good. I'm like I'm good. I'm solid. I'm good. And then when Tanya done her room, I believe it was Wednesday evening, where she spoke about um, like she was playing the game with us, and she was saying, you know, who wants to get married and talking about the reflection of relationships. I was like, bingo, there it is. It's that one for me. Because I am so good, and I've always been good by myself. I had built um, this wall of I can do battle by myself, and I felt like I pushed past it, and I was in a space of allowing, and I am in certain facets of my life. I'm more open with building friendships. I'm more open with sharing with people that I don't necessarily know. You know, I've, I've, I've overcome that barrier of allowing people in to a certain degree. And then I look at it in another area and I'm like, oh, them walls, them walls. So it's been a very interesting week for me. I love that. And what I love is that something, we start a topic in some of these rooms and then gradually just points get pulled up and then I kind of like just go into that conversation a little bit and then we come back so I love that although that point wasn't necessarily the, a topic per se in the room it got picked up about how you know sometimes we don't want to be married anymore we're all good we want to do a misindependent or we want to do I'm working on myself so I don't need a relationship and my viewpoint is that it's an illusion it, it, it mm, it's just an illusion I don't think that any person really wants to do life by themselves. I think that people choose to do life out of protection so I think that's, that's beautiful what, that's what it's been for me I've been I've actually been very very good if that makes sense I've been vibing high I've been doing what I need to do I've put myself in a position that the things that I said I was going to do I'm actually doing them and I've been like yes it's great and it was only when you said that that I realized the layer of protection I was like oh my goodness that's still in place and that is still now coming out in being good in other areas so although it started with um that protection going up because of relationships i've now started to feel like i've knocked down that wall but put up little walls in other areas and it's the whole thing that we were talking about at 5 a.m this morning um energy remains face changes yes. so because you don't see the problem in the same area or the, the, the thought process is not necessarily a problem, but the same thought process in the same area, it's easy to go to oneself. Yeah, I've conquered that. Yep, I've risen above that. Boom, yeah, I've figured it out. And then boom, you realise you've just moved it. And what was very interesting for me is understanding where it sits. So I realised um, earlier this year, um, through doing Tanya's Level Up course, that I am very much... Uh, an emotionally led person like i i operate best in when i'm in my emotion like my emotional body um and i had learned to cope through thinking my way through life rather than feeling my way through life um out of fear and out of protection i had learned to think every step before i done it i stopped feeling i had stopped just allowing myself to be guided by my emotions because that was where I felt that I had been open and been hurt so the reality now that I've been operating back in that that highest form of myself and the minute that anything relationship wise came up I tapped straight back into my into my head 
I went straight back into overthinking. I went straight back into, oh my God, but, 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 and finding reasons and, and trying to be logical and reason with everything. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is, it's, it's been beautiful, but it, I'm not going to lie and say it's easy. It's not, a, it's not easy. And realizing it, you're like, oh my God, because now I'm, I'm aware of it. I've got to take action to change it. I love that. And I picked a stick for you, girl. (laughs) But I love it because I feel like with what you said, it's relevant. I feel that you could talk on it. Your stick says, fuck it up, buttercup. (laughs) Okay, I like it. I'm going to walk through it. I like it. Because I think that sometimes as well, we just don't give ourselves that credit. The reason why this collection I'm reading from today for some of the women is called the Real Ask Woman Collection. And it was because I recognized that there were seasons of my life where I was, I didn't give myself permission to be great. I gave myself permission to heal. I gave myself permission to love. I'd given myself permission to forgive, but I didn't give myself permission to be great. And I feel like with what you're saying, you're coming into the season of, okay, cool. I'm identifying some things. I'm figuring some stuff out. But do you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna slay these dragons. Like I've slayed these dragons before. I'm going to slay them again. And literally when I see and I pick this stick and it says, fuck it up, buttercup, I genuinely start twerking because I'm a real ass woman. And it makes me just think, yes, like I need to be my own cheerleader. How does it make you feel, Z? I love that stick and I, where I could have taken what I'm experiencing now and how the week's been to a low place and kind of sat in it and wallowed in it, I'm not. And I think that stick is just a representation of, do you know what? You've got this and you're going to, like, I'm going to sail through this. I'm about to peel back this layer of the onion because honestly it's layers. You go through one part of it and you're like, I've got it. Then the onion comes back and you're like, "Mm, new layer. And I understand that this is just a, it's a new layer for me. And actually, I'm excited. I'm like, I can see the openings in my life. I can see changes happening. And now I'm just at a point where I'm actually ready to embrace the fuck it up. Yes. And I love that for you because you you can be that person that just says, oh, what's the point? Like, oh, I'm tired. I'm done trying. I'm done trying to figure it out. But that's not the season you're in. Like I told you, I got a call yesterday saying, what's going on with your sister? Like who upset her? Because she is outside. Like you don't see Claudine posting much, but yeah. we've been seeing you see, fuck it up, buttercup. And yes. it's funny because I love that it was who upset her. As if, you know, when a woman goes for a certain thing, we show up when we're upset. No, I'm not upset. I'm actually good and I'm really good with me and I'm not showing up. Even the other day someone said, well, who's got you smiling? I said, I've got me smiling. Me. It's not anybody else. My smile isn't for anybody else. My smile is from me and for me. I love that. And we don't always give ourselves permission to do that. You know, we do show up when we've been heartbroken or we do show up when we've got a new relationship or things are going right. How often do we just show up for us? Period. Love it. Thank you so much, C, for sharing. I love it. Anybody on the stage got anything they would like to offer back to CC? No? Okay, cool. Miss Dixie Wagwan, Grand Rising. Grand Rising. 
how are you? Tell us, have you been bodying the week or have you got bodied this week? You got me, you bodied me last week. And I what you said to me throughout the week. And honestly, I feel different. Everything feels different. My mind feels different. I feel different. I'm out here talking to people. I'm like, oh shit, did that really just come out of my mouth? Yes. I'm like, oh, oh, Dixie. But you know what? I'm like, I don't care. It is what it is. I'm saying what I feel, and that's it. Like even um, yesterday morning, I woke up and and my head was hurting. I was like, oh, that's different. And I was like, oh, what's that? And I started journaling and journaling and writing and then. I found what it was and I wrote it out and then it was gone. Like honestly, that I don't I can't explain. I wish I could put into words just by what you said to me. Like, you know sometimes when someone needs to kick up their ass and I know that very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like it gets to that point where you're just like, oh Dixie for Pete's sake. Like, girl, you know like you know what it is. Like why do you still keep going back there? And I don't know, last week you gave me that kick up the ass and it's like I jumped and I jumped into the race. That's why I think where that I'm not asking you to pick up the pace, I'm just asking you to get in the race thing came from. And let's not forget that because it was bomb. It was actually bomb. My ass in the race, that's why I was able to stop being a spectator in my life because I've been a spectator for so long. I've always been that person on the outside looking in. And now it's time for me to just to do something because I'm always cheering on others. I'm always there. Like, don't get me wrong, I'll always support. I know I'll always still be cheering. But it's now time to do something for me that I've always wanted to do for me. So I've stepped out of being the spectator and I'm now becoming the creator. And honestly, I feel great. I feel amazing. I'm just grateful that um, I'm in the space that I'm in. I'm not wallowing, I'm not, I'm literally, I'm just like, ha ha, hee hee. Like, even at work yesterday, one of the guys was, he phones me every week and he has, like, his little moan. And yesterday, I said to him, bro, if you're going to talk, talk with your chest and talk with your truth, because your truth is all you've got. Love it. And it's like the page we were just reading as we stepped into the room. So it's Get Bodied Friday. And we're asking everybody how they get have been they've either bodied the week or if the week has bodied them. So this is a chance for you to share your stories, your experiences. Um, Dixie, I love that you said it just took that one thing and you've held on to it and it's made you go up the staircase, you know, as opposed to going down, you're now going up, you're going with the flow of the river, not against the flow of the river. And that picture was stick, girl. You want to hear what it says? I love sticks. I'll go on then. <laughs> it says... I am poetry in motion. What does that feel like? It, on, do you know what, on, should I tell you what it actually feels like? You know when you're actually on a river and you're just going down the flow and you're just going with it? I lo- like, do you know why I love that stick? I never get that stick, but I love it. And I love it for you in this week is because, you know, when we read poems, there's so much like intricacy happening in the poem 
and the writer's taken us on a journey. And in the journey of poetry, we're understanding a story or we're, we're getting a context about something, but it can have so much contrast within it. And when we start to recognize that we are poetry in motion, we can accept the contrast as much as we're willing to create something different because we're in motion. Sometimes we're stagnant, we're stuck, we're stopped. We're not embracing the beauty of what life is, the beauty of what we are in motion. And so just hearing that you've moved, hearing you, I don't know about anybody else in the room and I will offer it that we can all speak to each other. I sometimes come into the room on Wednesdays and I can hear you sifting and sorting through your stuff, but it feels heavy. I've messaged you after some of the rooms and I'm like, bruh, this is some generational stuff. You've got to break it. But you actually sound and feel lighter. Like I can genuinely hear the motion. I love that for you. I love it. I love it for me too, because it gets to a point where enough is enough. And you just got to, you just got to just put it down and leave it. Love that. You do what you can do. And it comes to a point where you just get bored of hearing the same thing. <laughs> but you know when you're just like, aren't you bored yet? That's literally what, after you bodied me last week, I was like, nah, Dixie, you must be bored now. Like, honestly, because I'm bored of saying it and I'm bored of hearing you say it, so. Yes. Anybody on the stage got anything they want to say to Dixie or anybody in the audience, you can join this conversation at any time. It's it's Fridays. I want everybody to talk. Anyone on the stage? Uh, good morning. Grand I rising. Could I could hear the difference in Dixie all week and I did send a private message to her because she could see, you could hear it, you could feel that as she was talking, especially about she wants to set up her big sister group. She felt like all the armor was dropping off her as she was talking. So well done. I love that. Love that. And the reason why I love it is because I think that sometimes as well, we don't even think we're going to get out of some of the stuff we're in. But this is why this whole idea of Fridays is coming to me because I appreciate everybody coming in a week as much as I appreciate everybody who's contributing to the rooms or putting the rooms on. And it's just like, I don't ever want any of these rooms or any of these spaces to take up a big chunk of your morning or a big chunk of your evening, right? And the information isn't doing something. The information isn't creating change. The conversations are not healing. Like I'm so crazy, intentionally purposeful about everything that I do. And some people will sit back and kind of send out a feedback form. What the hell? No, we can just have a conversation. And furthermore, when we're talking about real life, we're talking about energy. We're talking about how powerful our words are daily. And I always say, it's not necessarily what we're saying. It's the energy and the emotions that are attached to the words that we say every day. So, so as one person could speak and be like, you know what? I'm having an amazing life. Everything's working out. All is good at home. But you hear something else. And you're like, Mm-mm, they're not happy. They're not happy. Something's wrong. But they're not saying it, but you can hear it. Just as much as people might downplay something when really they're in a dope, 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 juicy, good position. And so when we start listening to not just the words that people are saying, but the energy we receive things at, 
we start to understand more about ourselves and we start to recognize more about life. And so this is just a space to be able to really grow, a space to really be able to contribute, a space that if you're struggling and you need help, you can come to the stage and ask. I did a survey in Elevate yesterday and I asked four questions. Well, I asked a question that they could have been four possible answers. And the question was, what do you struggle to say the most? And it was, I love you, I apologize, I am wrong, or I need help. And the highest percentage that people struggle to ask for was I need help. And I think that's quite alarming. I think it's quite alarming as a society that actually many people struggle to ask for help. Many people will come into these rooms because by listening, it's helping them, right? But they still won't say, you know what? I need help. And so my intention is that we keep creating the spaces, whether it's a conversation, whether it's an event, whether it's a course for me personally, whether it's the book that I'm writing, I want to be able to offer help because I know that the only reason I speak with this level of conviction and confidence is because I am the girl that needed help. I am the girl that won't ask for help. I am the girl that is in a constant journey of, of loving myself, of forgiving myself, of understanding myself. I'm that girl on that journey now. And so I'm not waiting until I've figured it all the way out. I'm being of service now. I'm being obedient now. I'm trusting the process now. A lot of the things, if you're ever blessed to be on my Facebook, which if you're not, you should so be on my Facebook, that I share, sometimes it's been my own truth. I've just left it there as a reminder to myself. And the reminder that I leave to myself acts like a camera in your life, acts like a chapter in your journey, acts like a sentence out of your book. Because I am you and you were me. And we're all the same. So then maybe some of the stuff that I've used or I use to help me, guess what guys? It can help you and vice versa. And that's why when I say we start seeing ourselves differently, now we see ourselves as a helper. We see ourselves as the teacher. We see ourselves as those things that we so badly needed. We see ourselves as the love. We see ourselves as the forgiveness. We see ourselves as the confident person. I'm confident on a platform, but genuinely and generally, I don't really like people that are close to me like that. It's also because I'm sensitive, very sensitive. Before, and you could ask my family, they would say she's miserable. No, I, I wasn't just being miserable. I just didn't understand why I was feeling so much. So if I was miserable and resided in a denser energy, then I didn't have to feel as much as I do when I'm in a higher energy because I couldn't understand it. But now being in the higher energy and allowing myself to feel, one, I know what energy is mine and what energy is not, but two, I also know how to help. 
Some of you are battling through some things that feel like depression, that feel like anxiety. And I want to wake up something inside of you to tell you it's none of those things. You're just picking up a lot of other energies and you're maybe, 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 maybe you've got to help somebody. Maybe the reason why you can't get up for you is because you've got to get up for something else first and that will transpire and turn around. That means that you will then be getting up for you. Maybe this is the things in life that people don't talk about. So I'm willing to start the conversation. Thank you, Dixie and Cece, so far. Miss Angela, Grand Rising, tell us, have you been bodying the week or has the week bodied you? Sorry, go ahead, ma'am. Yeah, before you go on to Sandra, sorry, Sandra, I was waiting for you to finish so I could just address something that's come out of the Wednesday room. So I had two people this week um, speak about the Wednesday room, three actually, including Sandra, because Sandra had messaged to, um, and she always does, to say how much she appreciates um, the Wednesday. And, um, you know, I definitely feel that I have strength in my conversations. And that's why when I chose my room, I wanted to have a conversation with someone and the cheerleader in the group, the person that's always there, boosting everybody on, clapping hard for everybody, you know, was, was Dixian. So it was a pleasure when I asked Dixian, because Dixian is not a person to shrink so I could have asked anybody within the network, but some people, they're so in their head and oh, I'm not ready and I don't know. And Dixie was just a straight up yes, you know. So it, it was beautiful to be able to have those unrehearsed conversations with each other, you know. And at times you've seen both of us just undone, um, just in the conversation. So I really want to acknowledge Dixie for that. And I just want to say, Dixie, that a lot of people find you, Dixie-Anne, so inspirational. They find the way that you speak your story, you know, um, they can relate to it. And a couple of people have said Tanya is just Tanya. Tanya is on a league of her own, but sometimes they get the Wednesday because in the conversation, they hear their self or they hear themselves with their family member or that thing and, and they can hear and relate to it in, in the conversations that we have. So um, Dixie, I want to acknowledge you and I want to acknowledge myself that we just had that courage that, you know, and the other day when Tanya came on the stage pretending to be an old person in the audience asking questions, I said to Dixie yesterday when Dixie popped over, I said, Lard? When she came up there, it was like, you could have felt my heart, it was going, because that part of me, that is like, oh my God, am I going to say something wrong? But, you know, it was still trying to, <laughs> it was attempting to come through, and I had to say, stand up inside yourself, Christina, stand up inside yourself, because you believe this stuff, this is just not you just talking. So I had to have the conviction and and the courage to just, yeah, and you was you was muted and laughing at me, Dixie. You was letting me deal with all of that. <laughs> and you, I wasn't laughing at you. It was Tanya. Tanya kept on making me laugh. Uh-huh. You, 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 you were just laughing. You weren't backing 
like, you know, but yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Dixie, for having that courage to be you. And the courage to be you is actually inspiring others and it's helping others to sit through some of their stuff. So even though people don't unmute Dixie when we ask them and say, is there any questions? Have you got anything to ask? Sometimes it could feel like you're talking to yourself. And I think yesterday the Mandem experienced what it's like to be up there. And when you're asking, is there anything anybody's got to say? Or, do you know, and that's why sometimes, thank God for Sandra, because Sandra will definitely, if she's in the room, you know, she will come forward and, and share or, or say, thank you, this has inspired me, or, you know, and showing that gratitude. So I appreciate Sandra for that. And last but not least, when Tanya and I used to go on some of our life courses, um, you know, in the rooms, oh my gosh, I used to be so embarrassed. I'd be sitting there, right? And they would say, if anybody knows the answer to this question, you could get a book. Before they've asked the question, Tanya was holding the book. <laughs> I used to be so ashamed, like, oh my God, but they haven't even asked the question. Tanya would just get out of her chair, shoot to the front, <laughs> before the man's even asked the question. And, they, and he would say, you see this kind of person? This is a winner. This, and, I, and I'm politely sitting down on the chair waiting and thinking, oh my God, what is she doing? Oh my God, what is she doing? <laughs> But you know what? I walked into one room and I saw them do that once. The man's just talking, is just talking in the mid in the midst of this massive seminar. And he was just talking, but the whole time he was talking, he had this book in his hand. Like, so you're not really focusing on the book, you're focusing on what the man's saying. And just so slyly he dropped, who wants it? And 95% of that room sat down. Two people got up and they ran. And one of them just grabbed the book. It weren't even like, can I have it? While the other person kind of stood there and waited, the other person ran and just took it out of his hand. I only needed to see that once. And then every room I went into, my eyes were looking for, they're going to plug something. I know they are, and I'm getting it. And I'm telling you guys, I have won timeshares in my life. I have won books. I have won bottles of drink. I have won weekends away. I have won so much things because I'm willing to be at the front of that classroom. And I'm willing to take the opportunity before the opportunity comes. But I will also say, I have been into rooms. I was in a room with T.D. Jakes. I was in a room with Ilanya Van Zart. I was in a room with Abraham Hicks, people I genuinely admire. And there's an opportunity to speak to them. Bro, I ran. I When T.D. Jakes came about his touching people in, I was, my heart was beating so fast and his eyes had changed color and he looked like a whole different light. I was like, please, no, please, no, please. No, 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 please, no. Because one, you know, in church, when they touch people and they start dropping down on the floor, I couldn't deal with that level of shame. Like, I didn't know if that would give me a heart attack. I didn't know if I was going to die. And I'd already made up this story in my mind that they would say, oh, she died in the house of the Lord. <laughs> so, because I don't go church. But when I go church, I get this overwhelming feeling sometimes that it feels like I'm going to die. So I legit thought he's going to touch me and I'm going to die and they're going to take me out of here and say she died in the house. So I just didn't want him to touch me. So I also understand it from the side of maybe you have got a question, but you don't want to look silly or, you know, you feel like you ain't got nothing to offer. I get it. I, I get it. Like there's a room we used to go into and this woman would always invite people to the stage. Never would I go to that stage. 
And the one time she was in and she could pick up who had something and she was like, Tanya, if the chair could have just opened a hole, I would have fell through it. So when she got me to stand up, the words, they wouldn't even come out. The tongue, I was like, no, you can't be talking to me because I don't have nothing to say. And she was like, no, you do. And I was like, but I don't. I fully had something to say. I just didn't want to say it. But after that, I did speak. So sometimes it just takes that leap and then you're good. Um, but on that point that you also said to Dixie in acknowledging her, you know what I love um, is that we need examples to see ourselves, whatever that looks like. High examples, bad examples, good examples, low examples, whatever. We need them because maybe that's sometimes the only way that we learn. And that's why I open the stage for anybody to speak and um, for anybody to create a room because we're all valuable and we all matter. And we've all got different things that we're sieving and sorting through that could add value to something or somebody else. So Dixie, I know that um, sometimes you might be even disappointed in yourself, but actually it's still bomb what you're doing. And for those of you that are in my spaces, as in whether you're my clients or you're in the groups that I'm doing, yes, my expectations of you are through the flipping roof. So don't just lean into my opinion and what I think about you, because, yeah, I expect you to be able to get through some stuff. But I also know that it's on everybody's own individual timeline. And sometimes me, myself, I've got to release my expectations. Because, yeah. Anyone else got anything to say to Dixie? Offer her anything back? OK, good. Thanks, Mum. Sandra, go ahead. Grand rising, everyone. Um, this week has been, it's just been a whirlwind, but in a good way. Um, I did my hope list, and before even two days were out, everything had come true on that hope list, which was mind-blowing, but amazing, but also expected, because the way I've been over these last few months, you know, I have been, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get this, you know, that's mine. That's yours. But what I wasn't prepared for is the game that we played this week. Because after we played the game this week, and then I still had, you know, afterwards, I still had questions. And I was actually honest with myself, where when you ask the question, who wants to get married? And I didn't put my hand up. Because I haven't actually given up on marriage, even though I've been a single for the last 15, 16 years. I still haven't given up on marriage. But yet, if someone asked me, I would say, I don't need that. Look, I'm all right. Look at me, got my business, got my kids, they're doing fine. Why would I need to marry to be married? And then at the end of the day, you know, I was being honest with myself and vulnerable with myself. And it, it didn't feel good at first, but it feels great now. And um, this week, I've had loads of offers for work that I actually had to turn some jobs down because, you know, wasn't in the position to do it or they were too big to be done. Or I simply didn't want to do them. I didn't have to be grabbing that job because I needed the money and I needed this and that. As I said from the beginning when I started my business, I will choose what jobs I'm going to take and what I will do. I will be selective and it feels really good. And that group yesterday, the man them, congratulations, well done. It was an amazing group. It was lovely to see. And to pass on, my son was walking in and out of the room when we were doing it and he stopped. He goes, oh, those men up there, they look quite mean. 
So, you know, we saw people on the stage speaking, opening up, willing to, you know, go for it, and they look like him. And I'm sure that's what you, the effect that you wanted to have in the first place. So, you know, job done, or you started the job and carry on and carry on. You know, it, is, it was really, really good. Absolutely excellent. So, for me this week, has been a thousand percent. So, thank you. I love that. Bomb, bomb, diggity, bomb. And um, <clears throat> I love how much you're just applying. You're in the rooms, you're listening, you're you're taking stuff on and you're just doing it. And you're seeing the results instantly. Like, that's the power that we have to manifest anything that we want. Sometimes we already decide that... <clears throat> why is my throat doing that? We already decide that if we're going to write a hope list today we go, oh, we got to work for it, or, oh, it's going to take months to come through. But actually, when you just write it in faith, it can come through straight away. Because we ask, and it is given, and it's just that simple. There's only one power. And the more that we lean into that is the more that we recognise it. I picked you a stick. I switched up the collections. I picked you a stick from... <laughs> the Remain and Flow collection, and it's a black stick. No, actually, this isn't the Remain and Flow collection. This is Secure Your Bag collection. Funnily enough, <gasps> that's exactly what you've been doing. And guess what it says? Invest in yourself first. Oh, yes. Hell yes, hell yes, hell yes. I love that for where you're sharing from and just what you're doing. And when you just said, you pick what you'll do, you'll pick what contracts you'll take, you'll pick, love that, love that. Bomb, bomb, diggity, bomb. Anyone got anything to say to Sandra? Anyone on the stage or in the audience, you can come up. I personally just want to say, Sandra, it's a pleasure having you in the rooms because like mum said, you actually contribute, you come up, even if you ask the same thing or you you know you want to figure it out like you're just present you're present to the space you're present to um interacting and contributing and I just appreciate it so thank you and for me it's nice to hear um soldier's vibration raised she sounds just peaceful and like in a space of like confidence yes it's, it's not cocky it's just like i've got this and i'm like there is just a sense of knowingness in you which sounds absolutely beautiful and um it's interesting because when you're up here you feel the room like people are talking and you're, you start to feel where people are and you just feel really light and really bright so go you love that miss bev did you come to offer something to sandra
went out, walked outside. And it was really difficult to deal with, as in to have that courage to speak up, yeah? People were coming to me like, oh, because I've got the big mouth. But however, what I observed with Sandra is what I can now say, Sandra, my children say about me. So when they see me, that there's something going on in my house, like my daughter had a gender reveal and I was in that kitchen, my mouth pushed like from here to Anguilla, you know, long, yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm saying to myself, I've got to deal with this, I've got to deal with this, I've got to go into the front room and be socialised because I had friends and I had my auntie and that not in there. But just the pressure of wanting to get the job done, it was like, mum, if you see how you look, if you see how you get on, if you see, like, you know. So I, I just wanted to say that sometimes when we observe something in somebody, you know, it can teach us something, you know. So, yeah, Sandra, I love the way that you assess yourself, you look at yourself, you admit to yourself how you've been, and, you know, and that you are changing. And I thank you so much for always coming, you know, into my inbox and being totally honest, even on the times when the room has affected you and you've got to go into yourself and observe or have a little cry or whatever. You're always so honest with your process. And I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you. But I would like to say, I, I remember those two years ago and how I was. But what the best thing for me was this week, or no, this summer, is that my son worked with me and my daughter, they worked with me because, like you said, they know that mum from two years ago, do, 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 get that done. But it was nice to hear them say two years on, mum, you've changed. The way you run the kitchen now, it's assertive, but you're not, you don't look angry, you look happy. And yeah, we're coming to work with you now because it's fun and we'd like to see this part of you. So for me, you know, it has evolved. Yes, I'm a chef. Yes, I believe in a kitchen you do have to be assertive, but it didn't have to be that way, and I've changed to the fact that I know, I think, I'm hoping that, because there are people in the audience who have worked with me this summer, but I actually enjoyed it, you know, because I've changed. I recognised, you know, they had the guts. Tina did come to me, but also my kids had the guts to say to me, look, Mama, the way you're acting, that ain't right. You're scaring people off, you know. And, I, and like I said, you know, you take it, you do take it, but then I do think about it. Because the one thing about my children, from day one I said to them, they have to tell me when I'm not when I'm not behaving correctly. Be brave. Yes, I might shout at you and I might cuss you, but be brave to tell me when I'm not stepping up, when I'm not doing right. Because if I expect them to do right, then I need to be doing right myself. Love that. And I love that you can see you've changed and that people can see that you've changed. That's all. Sorry, can I just say thank you, Sandra, um, for always being a support every week. And I love listening to you and I love seeing the change because you can see it, you can feel it. And the fact that you're no longer afraid to just speak your truth and stand in your truth, it's just great to see. Thank you. I love that. So just before I come to you, Mum, Bev, did you jump up to say something to Sandra or were you here for yourself, girl? Well, both. But um, I just wanted to say, Sandra, I mean, I've been speaking to you for a while, especially lately, because you've been, you know, lovingly cooking for my dad. 
And, um, you know, we have our little conversations when I do my pickups and everything. And just to see the change, just to hear the change in you. And even from the very first time you spoke on Clubhouse to now, it's just like, you know, whenever a speaker asks, it's like you're clambering, you know, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, you know, to, to speak, whereas before you were quite shy. So it's, it's amazing how much you've opened up and how beautiful you sound. And I just think you're a credit to yourself. So well done, sister. Thank you. I love that. All this investing in yourself, this is what it looks like. It's like when you invest in yourself, things around you change. They just do. Miss Dawn, did you come up for you, honey, or did you come up to speak for, offer something to Sandra? Uh, it was a bit of both, really. I don't know if you can hear me properly because my connection is really crappy. We got you, girl. Okay. Um, so, yeah. In regards to Sandra, I don't know what it was like to work with her previously, but um, I did have the pleasure of working with her over the summer holidays. And uh, yeah, I can honestly say that although, you know, you could see the pressure that she was under, and she was under pressure, not of her own making, but due to the, um, the establishment and the way that they were carrying on, but she handled it like a boss. Um, she did really, really well. So I just want to say, and I know that it was her first big contract. Um, so obviously there's a lot of pressure to be felt, but yeah, she did a really good job. And sometimes, you know, it is hot in the kitchen and you do have to get people to pull their finger out. But um, yeah, she did it really well. So big love and respect for that, Sandra. You did a really thank, good job. Thank you. But like I said, I had a good team around me, so it made it a lot easier to bear. I love that. And I think that adds to it, the team that you have around you, the people you have around you. When you're under pressure, ask yourselves, who do you actually have around you that can change the direction of the conversation? It can change the direction of the pressure. It can change the impact of the pressure because when you've got a team that can handle some of the pressure, um, then it's amazing. And actually, as Sandra was speaking, something came to my mind because I was thinking about the man them yesterday. And I was thinking it would be so cool if when you guys did your room, because I could already hear like the different views and how amazingly they come together. That's exactly what it's like on football. You know, the, the right wing man has a different role to the left man who's playing defence at the back, you know, or the, the centre mid has a different role to the goalkeeper. Know some football position, <laughs> but um, when they all need to play their position to make the team work, to make the team thrive, and it would be so cool and super creative if maybe in you lot's room you came up as your different positions like one person's representing the wing, one person's representing the defense, one person's playing center mid. That would be mad creative and super dope. Just thought of that as someone was talking, so y'all could take that and run with it, whatever that looks like. Um, there's many different sides to a coin, not just two. And depending on where you're looking at, a six or a nine, it could be a six or a nine, literally, depending what side you're standing from. And I think in terms of conversation and life, sometimes we forget that. We actually think that everybody's seeing the same thing the same way, and we a thousand percent are not based on our morals, our beliefs, our experiences. So yeah, I think y'all could run with that. Dad, can you speak now? Just to switch up some, add some male energy in there. 
but you're still making your way to work. Claude, are you there? Okay, Claude can't speak. We keep it moving. Thank you, Sandra. Miss Tina, tell us, have you been bodying the week or has the week bodied you? I suppose it must I don't even know. That's fine, too. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I've been very, I don't know who I am this week, which is a really strange occurrence. I, I just really don't know who I am or where I am, what I am. Um, statement that you make about being busy that whatever is the greatest illusion so I'm, I've got a lot going on but however I just decided to just sleep and just yeah just sleep and that's not saying that I'm not getting it done I really am but it, it's sometimes I could overthink and I want to push 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 control 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 and it was just really like a little voice saying, just allow, you know, it's okay, just allow. And sometimes I would sleep and then the phone would ring and it's the answer to the greatest problem that I would have probably have had to have rattled my, you know, head around. So that's been really interesting to actually trust and allow. Um, it's been beautiful as well to have somebody like Gary, um, you know, Gary Bradshaw, he's had the confidence to speak to me and tell me, just, you know, stop, just, just, we've got this, you know, just, yeah, he's spoken to me in a way that, yeah, I don't have to control everything and just trust and allow. So, yeah, that, that's been really good. Um, the part for me this week is, you know, yesterday when you were speaking about there is only one reality one thing I, I was tried yesterday and um part of the conversation was that I'm actually um bipolar um I'm a, <laughs> I'm, a, uh, <laughs> I'm a lunatic and people don't know what 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 my children have to live with and I went into the story of it. I went into, okay, so maybe I am just this person, you know, and, and part of that is because they've actually, you know, witnessed me have a breakdown and they actually is like, you're crazy, you're crazy, you know, that kind of way. And I was starting to go down that direction of it and it was going to really grasp me. And then I actually um, said permission to speak Tanya, can I offload? Because Tanya, you know, said it's really important before you offload on people to ask if they're willing to receive it. And Tanya said, um, <laughs> no. And even in her saying that first, I was like, oh, I really need somebody to offload to. Because when it comes to speaking something about my children and stuff like that, I'm really particular about who I speak to. Because that same person that you speak to, it's like later on that would be the same thing that, you know, they could possibly misinterpret or understand it in their, in their understanding of what you're expressing. So I'm very careful of, you know, who I would speak to. And something in my head was just saying, yeah, because that's because you've got to speak, you, you've, got to just, you've got to just deal with it. You don't really actually need to speak to anybody about it. Sometimes that's what we want to do straight away. Something goes on, I need to speak to somebody about it. Sometimes, like you've been saying to us, what about if we just sit with it? 
what about if we just sit with it and then I say, what is upsetting me about this situation? And I wanted my, there's lots of things like, my daughter at the moment, you know, if she wants to, to spend, you know, £120 on a dress, it's not my business. I've already advised, do you, do you really want to spend that much? And she wants to. So it's like before, when my controlling parenting would be like, you can't do that because, uh, and when I could hear myself, what I would say to her, I could hear scarcity, I could hear shortage, I could hear all of the things that, that you know, I'm moving away from. So I was like, what would I really have to say to her? That's her choice. And that's her choice. And, and, and part of me is here strugg struggling with this conversation because in my head, it's like, that's her choice. And when she, when she see, she can't feel, you know, and I'm, and I'm, I'm dealing with that because that's what my mum taught me or, or my dad, that's my parents' programming. And I'm hearing it and I'm recognising that's not actually your thinking, Tina. So if she chooses to buy that, and what? I've already seen Talia choose when she had her money to spend a thousand pounds on a on a photo album. That was her choice. And she's lived past it. It's given her an experience to laugh at herself. A photo so, album that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is it that was your choice and it's given you an experience too. So I can't control the experiences that my children choose to have. And I and I really caught it. Okay, so even though it seems like care, even though it seems like love, even though it seems like all of these things, actually it's control. That's it. And then I could just focus on something else and get over what could have been before, prior, a whole day of, oh, they called me bipolar. Uh, and we just came back to love, just came back to, you know, it, it's just sometimes, yeah, it's just nothing, but I could have made it so much more. Very so, yeah. interesting, because I picked a stick for you, and I have picked two. <laughs> Why have I always got to pick two sticks for me, Because huh? I picked the first one, and I was like, no, but sticks don't lie. Why mm, is this in alignment? So I was like, let me pick another one. And then I was like, ah! <laughs> so the first stick I picked for you was from... The Real Ass Woman collection. And the stick says, mood, motivated as fuck. And you're like, I've been doing nothing. So tell me how that sit sticks with you. How that sit sticks with you. Mm -hmm. How that stick sits with you. It is so, like, there are so much things right now that I am involved in and I'm delivering on on a level that I've never delivered on in my life and yeah motivated as that stick says and yeah it's, it's not effort it's not pushing it's not that kind of thing because I'm doing a lot of sleeping I'll tell you the honest truth <laughs> and that's what I heard but that's why I loved it that's why I wanted to ask you because sometimes when I get that stick and I'm on my go-go, it just adds to my go-go. But if I get that stick when I'm in like my hibernation season and my reflecting season in my calm season, I'm like, this is dope too. 
because it actually makes me recognize that I'm in my feminine energy. I'm in my beingness and I'm motivated in my, you see when you actually give yourself permission to be bored or be still or to stop running, you get so much inspiration. You also get time to look at the grind or the work that you've actually put in. You get to see how it's playing out. Sometimes we have motivation twisted. We have motivation only in our masculine energy, which is the get up and go. We do not find the motivation in our beingness. We don't know how to find the motivation in being still. And it's necessary. But I felt in my energy to pick another stick for you. Just because I felt like you needed it. <laughs> Guess what stick I picked? It was actually from the Secure the Bag collection. What stick do you think it was? Because you got that collection. Miss Tina? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it could be the same stick as, um, as Sandra. Invest in yourself first. I don't know. Tell me what's it. CEO. <laughs> so it's CEO with six zeros behind your name. What's that stick saying to you? You know what it's saying that in a lot of, like I said, I think I said it sometime this week in one of the rooms, in a lot of places, just like I gave that analogy of Sandra in the kitchen and you know, very often it's Christina in the kitchen. And a lot of people have been saying, you are really hard on yourself. Thank you, babe. I can hear you in my head. T uh, Tina, I think you just beat up on yourself too much. Give yourself a little bit more break. Give yourself a little bit more ease. And so often people are saying, right, we're dealing with some complex things. And you're just a boss. You're just dealing with it differently. And I can feel that I'm dealing with it differently. Um, apart from exploding with Claudine in the kitchen, and that's part of my issue, part of my issue is that my children, yeah, my children, they're going to get the most rough cut, they're going to get the bipolar, they're going to get that side of it, and, um, you know, when I do go to that side of myself, just like what Sandra's saying about her children, the ones that are willing to be so honest the ones that are willing to say like they would say why are you wearing that mom when i think i look so good they're the ones that are, have the courage to say because they love me to a certain way and they're going to just say it so i think that i'm learning the same kind of compassion that i could have with them i'm having it in so much more other areas with a lot more people i'm in a different side of my service i'm in a different side of myself and i'm just really seeing i lost the flipping compassion stick but i am the most compassionate i have ever been in my life love that anybody got anything to say to tina um like you said this week, you don't know who you are or where you are or what's happening with you. I'd like to tell you this week, you helped my son. You helped me get my son onto book club. You helped me to let him understand why I had to override the decision and make him go to book club. And I told you yesterday, when he does something, and even though he doesn't like it, he will put one hundred and fifty percent into it. He is reading the book. He has joined the book club. You helped me do that. 
So when, like I say, you do need to have compassion for yourself. Um, those men last night absolutely respect and adore and love you because you've got 11 men together and look what happened last night. Amazingness. So sometimes you need to take the praise and just say thank you and run with it. Thank you, Sandra. Can I, can I just say as well, um, I did say it to you the other, the other day, Tina, that I, I see so many changes in you and I see a softness that come up. And when I said softness, I didn't mean as in it was just a softness that is just so beautiful to see. And it's so nice that you, you know, you're taking time to kind of, as you said, sit with it. Because as we all know, that's not easy. Um, I'm, I'm currently sitting myself. But, you know, um, it, the changes are astounding. And I think, you you know, you should really clap and applaud how far you have come as well. As much as you give, you've given some to yourself. And that's Thank you, Bev. I thought the Dalek was coming back at the end, but thank you. Sorry, I don't know what this one is. Okay. Hi, Coach. Coach Mama. Coach Tina. Well, you already know how I think and feel about you. I think you're amazing and I think you're great. And I just thank God everything that you're in my life. That's it. And Dicks. Dicks, you fully got me crying, but thank you so much. Hello. Can you hear me? You yes. can. Okay. Um, so this is in part with Tina as well, but initially I came up to say that this week I have um, had a chance to, uh, to kind of really study certain friends. <laughs> and um, there's a Drake tune out at the moment, and he says, I've been losing friends and finding peace. But honestly, that feels like a fair trade to me or fair deal to me. And it really is. So um, at the beginning of the week, I kind of fell out with a, a so-called friend um, because she didn't think that I was paying her enough attention. Basically, I hadn't. I had meant to call her back and I didn't. And I genuinely forgot because there had been a thousand and one things going on. And I've already stated that my mind just ain't there. I forget shit. I do. Um, and it wasn't anything personal, it wasn't that I just, I didn't want to talk to her, I just had so much going on, there was a death in the family and all kinds of things going on and forgot. She then saw fit to send me a message to tell me that I wasn't a good friend and um, X, Y, Z, there was a, a lot, a whole spiel going on. Um, now before, that would have got to me. But you know when you just sit back and you just think, but hold on, I could tell you a thousand and one things that's going on in this woman's life. Could she tell me one thing that was happening in mine, just one, for the last couple of months? So that is what I messaged back to her. And, and you know, also the fact that phones work both ways. And if I'm your friend and I haven't got back in contact with you, then surely just pick up the phone or send a message, everything okay, you were supposed to call back or whatever, but it was straight bitchy. And I just thought, nah, I ain't got this. And I just left her with laughter and peace and said, fine, you don't want to talk to me, I'm a bad friend, do you? Cool. The next day, 
was speaking to another friend who now I've got my little business going on and I'm trying to get things out in time for Black History Month. That's another long story which I won't bore you with. But we were supposed to do something together. Um, got back in contact with her and it was, oh, well, actually I'm going in this direction now, so I'm not going to be able to do it. Okay, cool. She didn't bother letting me know this. I had to get in contact with her and it was, oh, yeah, well, actually I've already started whatever. So I thought, okay, cool. Then I spoke to Miss Tina and it was just like, a light shone you know when you just you, you find the right person it, it's, there's a, another saying that it's good to talk and it really is good to talk as long as it's with the right people and I actually found the right person this week so Tina I just want to thank you for your advice and your guidance and um, yeah I now have a different vision of how I'm going to sort things out and how I'm going to get things out so um yeah, I just want to say thank you as always, um, and never ever doubt that your your ability to help people and what you're doing is, you know, not taken on board because it is. So um, yeah, thank you. I'm Dawn. I didn't know your backstory, but um, I'm grateful I didn't know your backstory. But actually, you know, when we had that conversation. I just can see a bright light around you and sometimes you know God is just removing everything that doesn't serve you and he's just directing you where he needs you you know thank you amen we just got Dawn to say amen in the church this morning <laughs> um I want I know Susan's been trying to Susan would you trying to say something to mum before I speak I kept seeing her on mute and then someone jumped in Sue, we can't hear you if you're speaking. I think that's why. The, I can see that you've taken the mic off, but we can't hear anything. You might have to, we still can't hear you. You might have to, if you've got headphones or Bluetooth or something in, it might not be connected. That happened to Gary yesterday. I'm not sure how he got back in, but you might have to go out the room and come back in. And then we'll try again. No one else can hear her, right? No, she's good. She's down. I'll put I'll put her back up to speak. Yeah. So you try now. Can you hear me now? Yay!
because you so truly deserve it. You so, uh, uh, I just don't know how you do what you do, but you do, you do it without effort, seemingly, but I know it takes effort. But yeah, you are just, you're just such an inspiration, honestly. And I can just hear my mum, you raised me up and that's what I can, you know, and that's what I say, that's what you do to me. You do that to me, you know, all the time. And I'm really thankful and grateful. I love you. Oh, I love that. I love you too, cuz thank you so much. And I think this is why you lost the compassion stick. Talia, what you what you just said, Sue, I didn't even realise that you had said something of a compliment to me and, and um I didn't acknowledge it. Um yeah, but I, I heard like when you you always send me thanks after the rooms and you send me thanks after the global music project and you know just doing a lot. Like Sandra said, you know, getting the children into book club, you know, it's really important because the attack which they're having in those schools or generally like Sandra's son is surrounded by you know non-black children and it's just so important to know who you are and like Tanya says it doesn't matter and like Gary said yesterday it don't matter when you know who you are you can enter any space and it would not belittle you or make you less than you are and um, the one the one thing that I absolutely, absolutely pray that my grandsons will come into book club, you know, or else I'll take the book to them. But yeah, thanks, Sue. And I just want to add, um, it's, it's, um, it's easy to do what you do when you do it from a place of love. It's effortless, in fact. It's easy. But it's not so easy to stop and acknowledge what you've actually done or what you're actually doing because there's always something else to do right you haven't got your grandchildren in there yet all of them and you haven't um got the man them off the street yet you haven't got the rooms full you haven't got the community moving but actually you have you actually have and so sometimes we've just got to give ourselves credit and when the compliments are flying our way, we've actually got to just go, thank you. And actually really feel the thank you. And I know that because it's hard for me. <laughs> I will go, yeah, okay, um, next person, you know? And that's kind of what you do. So I think you deserve all these praises you're getting. And I actually think that's why you've lost the compassion stick. Because <laughs> you need to give yourself some <laughs> compassion. <laughs> I think that every time you pick it, you want to give it to someone else. And now because you've lost it, you're giving it to yourself. That's yes. so dope. The universe likes to have fun with us, you know, and then watch it appear. Watch it appear this week because you've given yourself some compassion. And another thing, I just want to say thank you to everybody that said that. Um, I want to come back to Dawn and then I want to go to Karen because she asked me to pick a stick and then we'll keep moving around the stage. But before I say that, Friday's becoming one of my best rooms, guys. And I'll tell you why. I just think this is important. This level of cheering, this level of support, this level of encouragement is so important in our communities. And I think it's what's missing. And as much as I love the older audiences and I love everyone that's supporting me, 
my belly gets hungry for the young. And then and I know that when the time is right, the rooms are going to fill up with the younger people and it's going to start bridging the gap with the olders, encouraging the young and us guys in the middle holding the space and chopping up and all the views. I know it's going to get there. And so that's even why I was thinking about that creative idea in how you talk in these rooms, because my sons are like, oh, mum's on the room. But I'm like, I wonder how I can get them to listen to the rooms, you know? Um, I'm going to, yeah. And also, Bev, I'm going to come to you because I know you've got to go to work. So let me just tell you the sticks that I picked for you, Karen, because you asked me very early in the room and I loved it. Because the stick that I picked for you, I actually picked two. The first one, simply, but not simply, amazingly, is real ass woman. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to remind yourself. And the other stick, funnily enough, that I picked for you says, growing is uncomfortable. So if you can't speak, just let me know in the comments how those sticks sit with you. Um, and if they do and why they do, I would love to know. But also, Dawn, I loved what you shared. I feel like you've given your share. And one thing that I say is that Drake line, yo, that resides with me. And this is another thing about us when we're, when we're choosing us. When you choose us, bro, suddenly, suddenly, all those people that we are choosing or have been choosing, they start to look real different. They start to look real different. When you put your needs first, you actually start to see, hold on a minute, some of the relationships that I had, the only reason I had that relationship is because, bro, I gave so much. I listened so much. I supported so much. The hell? And now you're coming at me because I got a different boundary in place, bro. And my boundary is going to disturb the ones that you've been taking the piss out of. Like, it actually gets like that. And I picked a stick as you were speaking. As all you all come to the stage, I picked a stick. So when you started, I always asked the energy. <laughs> the first stick said, girl, shake the room, which I loved. <laughs> and then as you started talking more, I actually had to get up off my seat. I didn't have my queen sticks in front of me, but I was like, whoa, this feels like a queen conversation. And here's what it said. Queen, it's time to release and clear. Hello, Faith. Bye-bye, fear. Shut up. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how does that feel, Dawn? Okay. It feels like you've just summed up the week that I've had. <laughs> like, it, it literally, yeah, it, it resonates. And you know why I love it? Yeah, because... The first one is like, the point is we're doing difficult things that are allowing us to level up. That's why you're shaking the room, you feel me? But at the same time, you've got the contrast, which is you're having to release and let go and release the fear and step into faith. And guess what? They're two completely different lanes. Thank you. You're very um, welcome.
to, you know, see who should be for me and who isn't for me. So just keep going. I know you, John. You're doing a really great job under difficult circumstances. And, you know, compassion to yourself as I keep telling you. Love that. Love that. And anyone else got anything to say to Dawn before we let Karen speak back about his sticks? One thing I would just say is exactly that, Dawn. You're exactly where you need to be. Do what needs to be done. And honestly, just keep trusting the process. Like, absolutely trust the process. It's bomb. Okay. Um, anyone else got anything to say? I was going to just say to Dawn that, you know, a lot of the time when you say you're not religious, um, so that was just great to hear you say amen. Not saying that it's making you religious, but that was just a natural. That was just a natural response. It, it actually was. Yeah. I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> yes. I think it might come from Dolly, but it's good. And oh my God, you're right. You're right. Yeah, and also the other thing was that that was part of the conversation that my son was having yesterday. He was like, after Tanya said about there's only one thing. He was going, God, 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 I don't even know because what kind of God allows this and what, you know, and he was like this, you know, and then afterwards he went, that's why, you see the dark side, that's why I like the dark side because I'm not going to just let anybody do this, it? hear me, in the name of Allah, and listen to me, I'm just going to pray down the place, pray down the place, pray down the place, yeah, so that's why. But you see why that's funny, why I have to laugh, because that's just fear. That's just fear of the unknown. So it's easier to go to what we know. And sometimes what we do know is the dark side of ourselves. <laughs> that's just fear. I want to chop in. Yeah, he wants to get that dark energy to fight back against, you know, being like the light. Him and yeah, yeah, he can't move anywhere, and there's people after him, and you know, and, I, and I'm and I'm saying, but the more you focus on that, is the more you attract, you know. But it's yeah, it's living this thing now, Dawn. It's living it, so people wouldn't even appreciate how much we have changed just from being in these rooms. So Dawn, people around you would see that, and 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 they don't like it. They don't like it, so just continue to have faith in the new you, Dawn. Honestly. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. And one thing, we had one more comment for you, ma'am. It says, can you just tell Christina that ever since I've known her, she has been the realist, truly an incredible and inspiring woman, not shaking the room, actually shaking the world one brick at a time. Bong, diggly bong, bong. Okay. Wow. And that was from Mr. Bradshaw. That's beautiful. So, um, okay, I'm going to quickly come to Bev and then I'm going to let you respond, Karen, and then we're going to keep moving around the room. We ain't forgetting anybody. Let's go, Miss Bev. Because they were not available or open to me. 
But somehow, just hearing that this week, I mean, ever since listening to his that that audio, I just feel like the whole week has just been like this, just a warm breeze on my face. I feel like I've got sand and sea water between my toes. I just feel so light and free, and I feel as though the energy around me has changed. I feel as though I'm standing in a different point of attraction, and already in the last two days, I, I, I'm having conversations about what I dare to dream about. I'm actually putting things in place. I'm actually spending time on what it is I'm trying to achieve, and I'm like, oh my gosh, is this my life? Is this really going to happen? Is this available to me? It's mind-blowing. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing. I'm just blown. So I'm just, yeah, I'm really in the flow. In I'm in the sea. I'm actually in the Caribbean Sea as we're speaking, even though I'm actually in my antenatal clinic. I'm love that. With my rum punch and a little cocktail umbrella. I, I love that. And my hair, my, my hair shaking from front of the Yes, girl. I love that, Bev. And I love where your energy's been lately. In the last two weeks, I feel like some a couple of weeks before you was in a little bit of a pit. But you've come out of the pit and you've come out of the pit with vision. You've come out of the pit with Honestly. So I picked you a stick, girl. Guess what it says? Okay. Queen, prepare to win. It's time to go a little deeper within. Amen. Hear that. How's it feel? Mm -hmm. It feels beautiful. I love that. Anybody got anything to say to Miss Bev? No, we're good. But I would just say, honestly, just keep vibing high. You locked away your imagination for a long time, but it's the key. Just like you said, the pit has got gold in it. It's actually got gold. The, the imagination has got a whole flipping pathway that we're missing. We're skipping it because we're trying to control everything or we're trying to see what we see. And it's not about that. It's like about tapping into the unknown to keep tapping in. I love that. And I picked another stick just to end for you. And it says, girl, shake the room. And I just feel like your energy's high. Um, Gary, I know you're listening. So I actually forgot about this product, which I created one time, guys. And I've got loads of these because clearly I've been scared to speak to the man them, innit? But because the man them are in the room and the man them are stepping up, I'm bringing these products back out. They're available on my website and they're called King Cards. I wrote them because um, I wanted to find, I had done the queen sticks and I wanted to do something specifically for the men, but I actually put them on cards. They look like business cards. So the idea was that there was a lot of queens in my network that they would buy them for their kings and slip them into their wallets or their back pockets or different things throughout the day that then they would find a card. So I picked you one, Gary. Here's what it says. <laughs> it says, yo king, handle how you feel. It's okay to stop, chill, face your emotions and heal. Let me know what that card is saying to you. I'll read it again. Yo, King, handle how you feel. It's okay to stop, chill, face your emotions and heal. Miss Karen, Grand Rising, tell us how your sticks sat with you today.
you're on mute. You're going to have to click the microphone at the bottom of your phone to unmute yourself. Karen, are you there? Oh, you're there. I'm here, I'm here, sorry. That's okay, honey. How are you? In the madness. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, a bit mad this morning. I've decided to go full circle and drive back to my house. I'm not going to work this morning. I'm going to work from home. Oh! I don't know what's going on in, well, I don't know what's going on in Windsor, but somebody doesn't want me to come to Slough, so I'm not coming. Get it, girl. Um, so, yes, you're, you're too... You sticks this morning, well... The first one's maybe been a little bit, um, and I think that's because I don't really—I never really believed that I was that title. It's taken me a really long time to understand my worth, um, and accept it. And Gary will know this. And I've, you know, I said before, I've got like my closest people have been four guys, and they've been telling me, you know, you do this, and you do that, and you're really good. And good follows good, you know, you don't, you, you do things for the right intentions. And I think that I'm now forming into myself, comfortable with myself and realising the space that I'm at. Um, the growth is uncomfortable, is something that resonates all the time throughout life, but especially at the moment. So my parents have just come back from the Caribbean and they're with me. Um, and my mum has a very... I can't use any other word but controlling. Um, I mean, I'm 54, and, you know, she says, oh, I want to do this. I literally drop almost everything else and make sure that she's catered for. And that's something that I'm battling with to move forward from the last few years, especially trying to maintain a relationship, look after my child, go to work and maintain some kind of balance where everybody's getting something. has been hard. And... I'm not there yet, but I am moving and I'm moving and I'm moving and I'm and I I know that I do struggle with it and I know that the mood swings come with it and the emotion comes with it, but I'm on that road and I know that to get to where I need to go to, there are gonna be some uncomfortable conversations, some heated conversations where people think that I should just drop everything because they said that I should do and I'm gonna be saying and I have been saying I'm not doing that. Or, or I'm going to do it, but you're going to do it on my agenda, not on yours. Love so, that. Love that. The two sticks were proper resonating, especially the last one. I mean, I've got some stuff at work as well, where there's a lot of stuff going on, and I'm not, I'm not getting myself to the point where I need to get to. So you know what? My son is going to be super late for school because he was getting up. We were out late last night. I've had to say to him, you've got to get out of the car and walk because all the roads I've turned down, you can't get to. And I was. So I'm not fighting to go anywhere. I'm going to go home. I'm going to sort out all the paperwork that I know that I need to sort out and start fixing myself up because I know that I need to do that. I love that. Thank you so much, Miss Karen. And as you was talking, I was just led to pick another stick. I know I already picked two, but I was led to pick a queen stick. And when I pulled it out, my face went, And then I understood what it said. Y'all ready to shake the room? I need some mic flashes. <laughs> Y'all better flash your mics. Get ready for the stick. And it's so ironic because I know your situation. Here's what it says. Queen, your king is waiting. 
waste no time, start preparing. <laughs> Gary, is that a marriage, bro? Is that a marriage? <laughs> He said, listen, oh Lord, oh Lord. But the thing is, right, we distract ourselves from our blessings by trying to make everybody happy and not doing what needs to be done. Oh, look, I got feedback. I'm going to just mute you one sec. Um, yeah, we, we distract ourselves by being so busy that we miss the blessing that's right in front of us. And I heard you loud and clear when you said you're trying to raise your son you're trying to maintain your marriage and you're trying to take care of your parents. I'm just wondering for anybody in the room that's had to manage taking care of uh, many things at one time, is there any advice that you could give to Karen? Tanya, sorry, before I give Karen any advice, I'd like to um, speak on the thing that you asked Gary, on the stick that you um, got him to pick. And if you're blessed enough to be in... Um, any of Tanya's courses, um, we learn about the elements, you know, and I was having a conversation with Gary last Saturday, I think, on the weekend. I think he says he's not going to answer the phone to me anymore. Uh, but part of that conversation was that I said, Gary, I think that your element is water. Um, mm. You know, Gary, Gary seems to be a very water element, very in flow when he's on his source his his um i was going to say it for want of a better word but in his source side of his element he's in flow but last night on the mandem's room you would hear him speak about i was the master of procrastination and and that's just the opposite that's the non-source side of his element so when he's not in the source of his element when he's not on the upside of his element he could procrastinate you know, so when you pick that stick, Tanya, I could just hear his element and part of his strong suit is I don't cry. I don't show emotion. I don't, you know, so when you pick that stick, that was really relevant. And, and I love it because he did say he messaged back to say he really heard it because he doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, we were blessed to just have a, a, a conversation and. Yeah, he was just in free flow in that conversation and I was just very blessed to, you know, Gary is very much a, a, such a beautiful um, brother that, you know, for many Chinese's on and, and for the longest time in my life, I actually thought that, um, you know, Carmen, person born on the same day as me, Chinese's mum, I actually thought that, you know, that's my twin and whatever, but in that conversation, while me and Gary were speaking, an angel message came through and it actually confirmed that actually me and Gary have that kind of relationship. So Karen, you know, you are truly blessed with a king. You are truly blessed with a king that is very, um, treading very carefully, treading very carefully. And I, and I just like what was said to Dawn, I want to say to Gary, just lean into your faith, brother, you know? And Karen, honestly, you have such a king there in that man, such a man with a heart of gold. Um, absolute, you know, 
Feels like we're getting hats, people. Feels like we're getting hats, people. Feels like we're getting hats. The way that he's selling up in the man, them, you know, I, I absolutely king salute him. And I just messaged him. And, you know, when we hear real ass woman, you know, I hear the man, them, they've got their womb because their mind has been made brand new. Their womb is their mind. That's a womb as well. And it's been made brand new. We getting two weddings. It's so exciting. Is, is coming um and karen yeah mum was you going to say something to karen oh you said it i'm just saying to karen you know honestly your king is awaiting you um i know marriage is like a bad word to gary but we gonna work on that we gonna work on that that's just bringing together of two people yeah that are ready to receive each other ready to work with each other love uh, that Anybody um, got anything else to say to Karen? Karen, if you want to speak, you're going to have to just unmute yourself again. I'd like to say I have known Karen for a while. I love her spirit and her personality. I understand exactly what she's trying to balance because I'm coming on the other side of it with my mum and people saying, no, you've got to make your business work first. Your mum's had her life. You know, that's not nice. And it's not something that I'm going to do is drop my mum. She's my only parent left. My dad is gone. So keep on that path that you're going, Karen, because to me, it feels like the right one. So well done. Um, hi, I'd just like to come in from another angle um, to say to Karen and Gary, um, coming from someone who has been in a relationship for... 29 years and only married for four um i know there's a lot of statistics that say that after you've been in a relationship for such a long time and then you get married you soon divorce or split or whatever else um for me that's not the case i truly believe that whatever you had in the 29 years or however long your relationship has been before you got married will continue if it's the right person um yeah, there is no difference. It is literally just a ceremony and it doesn't have to change anything. So if the love is there from the start, whether you're married or not, it will always continue to be the same. Love that. Miss Karen, anything to say, lovely? No, just thanks for all the, uh, the, the comments and the advice. Um, Gary and I have kind of worked quite hard and, and I think we've had to work quite hard because my situation hasn't been straightforward um, and he's been somebody that I didn't feel that in the beginning I was like I don't need him I run my house I look after my child I don't really need a man and a friend of mine said she goes you do actually need him she goes where you can run like everything else your emotional side and your support side is where it's weak and he's there and he's always been there and I do love him for that you know I know that I can talk to him about anything I've got a problem we have our sticky moments but we have we've got an understanding that we talk it out and it gets talked out so in the midst of all the stuff that's going on there's one particular member of my family that's not overly keen but we are standing firm on that it's just you know, getting that person to understand that he's not going anywhere. And they just have to understand that. I can do all the running around. I love my parents to bits. 
but when they're not here, I'm not planning to sit in the corner and I don't do cats, so it'll have to be a dog, but I don't plan to be sitting at home with my dog and nobody else around me. My son's gone off and doing whatever he's doing and just comes and sees his mum when he's in town. I don't really want that for myself. So I know that my vision long term is to be with Gary and to be living with him, whether that's marriage or not. But, you know, it's it's kind of, it's just working it. It's just working it. The growth, like I said, growth is, is painful, it's stressful, it's, it, but it's well and truly worth it when we kind of move and get to the other side. And I'm prepared to do that. Oh, guys, this is becoming one of my favourite rooms. I mean... I mean, I mean, we got like two examples of this linking up, getting back together years later. Yo, I mean, Cece, Dixie, who y'all linking up with and getting back together with because... <laughs> oh, future's looking bright, son. I'm loving it. Gary can't talk because he's at work. But it's your go now, father. It's actually your go. It's your go now. So perfect timing. Lovely lead from Gary and Karen. In comes Claude. Claude, Grand Rising. Have you been bodied this week? Or has this week bodied you, Claude? We heard you say about you was nervous about yesterday, but you done it anyway. Oh, yeah. And that's all that yeah, we heard.
Sheldon, Mr. Morgan, can rub us up the wrong way. He can make us think, um, well, not think a different way, but he makes us think, and he can really rub us up the wrong way. But yesterday, Gary asked him a question of, um, it's not just about the good kids, it's about the bad kids, it's the bad kids coming. How do you, how are you going to deal with that? How are you going to deal with that? And his answer yesterday blew my mind. I was afterwards, I mean, I didn't go to bed until after 12 last night, because my mind was just, I was hyper. And I just had, I just seen, yesterday I, was, I heard and I saw a different side of Mr. Morgan that I'd never seen before. And I'm just so glad that, as I said, to make a change, you've got to have different angles to make a change. And it's not, you can't just make a change from one angle, it's many angles that you have to have, or you have to have many things coming to you to make that change. You've got just one thing coming into your life and oh, I'm going to change. It doesn't, life don't happen like that. It don't happen like that. It's many things that bring the whole change about. And yesterday I got a different angle from Mr. Morgan. I mean, Gary's super proud, um, super proud of your mum, super proud of um, Dave, um, David. Just everybody was in the room and just to listen because we were meant to go on to 10, went on to side to 11. And I'm just watching, and I love this Friday room. Um, you know, I love, I love every room, but the Friday room is, wicked because I know a stick gets picked and then it's all like um it's all like pecks you up and it you know it get, gets you going so I'm waiting for my stick to get picked. Oh your stick's been holding the space because I I picked your stick when we when because you was one of the first to come up and speak. So I picked your stick and it's just been sitting there staring at me. Y'all ready for the stick? Y'all ready? So the stick that I picked for you and I love what you're saying because hear what the stick says. It's a black one, by the way, from, it's actually, this collection is what it's called. So the stick is Love It Away. It's Love It Away. How does that feel to you? Just in life, you know, just dealing with everyday life, you know, you've got, you know, when you're dealing with life every day, you've just got to love life, you've got to love it when you get up in the morning, love to see life, love to get up and see that next day, because tomorrow isn't promised for us, you know, it is, it is a promise, and I've, in being in these rooms, um, I'm going to let down a shield, I'm, you know, I'm let down certain shields about myself, certain things that I've been, as Claudine said earlier, certain bricks, I've, walls I've put around me, and especially over the last four years, because it comes up to that time, when, um, Mum and dad passed away within the space of three weeks of each other, so it's four years, five years. Five years, five years coming up. No, four. Four years. Four. four years coming up. Bloody hell, time flies. But um, four years coming up. And I feel like sometimes getting a funk about it, but I'm not getting in a funk about it this year. I'm not getting in a funk. I'm learning to love what they've given to me. I'm, I love all the things that they, they brought me to this world, so I love that. And they made love to bring me into this world so I've got to implant my love on as much people as there are out there. I love that. But you you guys know it's Friday, right? You know it's get bodied, right? So you know, you know, you know the universe wasn't finished there. I know that y'all thought that it was just a lovely love it away. I'm gonna need a mic flash. I'm gonna need some mic flashes guys. <laughs> because I remembered the king cards today. And I forgot how good the king cards are. So if we're picking queen sticks for the queens and we got to pick some king cards for the men, everybody start flashing your mics. Are you ready? Remember what you got last week, Dad. Do you remember what you got last week? Because I remember what it told you last week. Yeah. 
What did it say? Does anyone in the room remember what he got last week? Anybody? Build on self-success. So last week he got bodied and they said to lead by example, it said build on self-success and it said invest in yourself. I picked you a king card. Are you ready? Because you know, when we don't hear the message the first time, yeah? <clears throat> it says, huh? Would you like to speak? Dear King, insert capital letters, invest in your future, that's handling your business. <laughs> How does that feel? That's handling your business. And let me tell you guys what this room's doing to me on a Friday. There's two men in my life that are significantly important to me. If you didn't know, one is my father and one is actually my children's father. And the reason why these men are so significant to me is because I recognize the role that they play in leading my sons. So I told you guys last week that the lead by example the lead by example stick was given to me from junior guess what the love it away stick they're two completely different collections but it was also given to me by junior you will hear me say many times that i've figured out in dating some of the men i date i've been dating my father and when i say that it's the elements of them it's this it's the same energies within them and i just find it so amazing that the two things that Junior gave to me, which is clearly the love it away and the lead by example, is the two things that my dad's coming into this room and picking. Earlier on, when Claudine started this room, what did I say? Face changes, but en energy remains. Face changes, but energy remains. The same kind of forgiveness lessons that my dad had to go through with his family and his beliefs and all of this, same lessons that the first partner I attracted had to go through. Both of them, super emotional, loving, vulnerable men, as much as they can, he, dad is a strong man, like a masculine man, but his heart is his superpower. But the ability that some of our men have to actually invest in their self, I believe is the plug that they're missing. So daddy, again, the universe is screaming at you, loud and clear, screaming. It's not a season that we can just love in and take action in. It's a season that we really have to deeply invest in ourselves deeply invest to build the legacy and as I finished picking the king cards because you and Gary are the men in the room and I picked them for you both I just turned the pack over I went to put the pack down but the pack turned up <laughs> the opposite way around so here's the last king card that I want to leave the whole room with and I think this is incredible for what you man them the man them are stepping into it says dear king a boy has a dream but a man has a plan. 
work the plan work the plan write it down make it plain make it clear yes ma'am And sorry, just on that point, when he was speaking, he said something today. He keeps he kept saying it, and all I could hear was my auntie. One of my aunties was speaking through you today. So that is paramount, especially with that auntie. Love it away. Love it away. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is that, you know, um, especially for Dawn, because I love her, we're going into um, Bible studies at the moment, yeah? Because when I, when I used to hear the Bible, and I've been blessed to understand that you see lots running away from the mission that was put on his heart and he was running away, he was trying to escape and then you know the story that he was on the boat and the, the boat started to get like the rocking and the bad luck and they realised that Lot was the problem so they throw him in the water and when he went in the water you know, water representing your emotions and, you know, he got swallowed up by a whale. So sometimes our emotions, what we're running from and the energy in motion, you get swallowed up by the whale because you've just not processed your emotion. You've just allowed different things. So, so you feel like it's coming from work. It's coming from your children. It's coming from here. It's coming from there. It's coming from everywhere because there's a calling. There's a calling, you know, not one week you come in here, Claudia, it's not two weeks you come in here. Every week there is a calling, yeah? And it's like, do you, are you, have you had your lot yet? Have you had your lot yet? Or do you want to get swallowed up by the whale? And, and then afterwards it's like, okay, I hear you, you know? Because we're, we're living in a place that doesn't serve us, Sodom and Gomorrah. In the, in, the, in the filth and the inequity of our own thoughts and whatever. So now you've been called, you've been called to a calling higher than yourself. And what Tarnajek said about the boys and the, and the man, the plan is bigger than you. The plan is bigger than you. And you've had a lot to deal with, but God knew that Lot was the person for the job. So there's just something on you. I thank you for those blessings. I thank you for those words. I've got tears coming up my eyes because only you that have to talk to my heart sometimes. Yeah. Thank you. 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 Thank
that's why Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham. So you remember that, okay? I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord. Right arm, left arm. Get in there. I'm in this room to get beat up this morning, but I am, I have got my suit of armor on. I've taken my suit of armor off, so I'm fully prepared for what what God is, what God's plan is for me. Get bodied. Get bodied. Anyone got anything to say to Claude this morning in the room? Anyone on the audience or stage? This <laughs> deck, y'all. This deck, y'all. Okay, continue, because he's back. Yeah, go on. <laughs> 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 I 
Susan, wait, you sound far away, Susan. We can hear you, but you sound like you're far away. Does anyone else still think she sounds low? Yeah, she sounds low. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, you sound really far away from your phone. No, we can't hear you. We're gonna we're gonna bring you to the back down to the audience. Susan, try now. No, why is it so? We can hear you, but it's just really quiet. Can you hear me now? Perfect. Okay, I've taken my earpiece out. Tina, just before you came in and said about Auntie Babby, I thought I've got one moot. I had a moot spoonful of porridge in my mouth, and I just thought I can just hear my mum. Oh my gosh, Claudius, how my mum loved you. And last night, I didn't hear all of the man them. I heard bits of it, but I was so, so proud of you just for what you're doing. And, you know, just keep it up. It is amazing. I love you. I love the relationship that you have had with our family. I didn't really know you as a child because I didn't really want to get to know you, to be honest. But now that I know you, I'm just so, so pleased and I love you and you really make me proud and when I heard Joshua last night I said to him did you listen to it he said yeah I listened to a bit of it mum and I said what did you think and he did his eyes and I thought yeah so yeah so proud of you Claudius keep up the fantastic work Claude are you there He's at work, so he may be with a client now. Yeah, I am here. I'm oh. here. Sorry, I'm just, I'm kind of listening, but I'm in with a customer, but I'm listening. So thank you, Sandra, for your words. Um, Susan. I just thank everybody. Susan, sorry, I said, I mean, thank everybody for their words. I just, um, I'm feeling blessed this morning and made this blessing. My apartment's blessing onto everybody in the room. And I hope everybody has a blessed day. So I'm just going to listen now. So thank you all. Go ahead, King. Oh, Fridays. I, know, I mean, I'm loving Fridays, but we're coming to you, Sue, the last one, and we're checking out. So tell us, have you been bodied or how have you been bodying this week? Oh, my God. I don't even know. what. <laughs> See, God, it's a family thing to love. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what I've been telling you, but what, I have been in a pit and I'm coming out of that pit. I know there's still work to do and it's working on myself and it's been true to myself as well. And also it's living in the here and now because I have been living in my past and it's not been serving me. It really has not been serving me. And I just, yeah, I just have to live in the here and now and be grateful and yeah, and I was thinking of Elevate actually this morning and I was thinking it's come at such a, I mean, I think I've said this before, it's come at a really good time for me 
I normally don't like autumn and winter, but actually now I'm embracing it and I'm just thinking, I'm going to learn so much in this season. I'm just going to learn so much in this season and also stop talking myself in and talking myself out. So I wanted to do so much and now I'm saying, no, maybe not, maybe not. But actually I sent off a few emails the other day and I, the responses I got back have been amazing. So it's just, yeah, just listening to myself. And although it's been uncomfortable and it's been hard the past week, I'm getting out of it and it's feeling great. And one thing that I find really, really difficult that I am learning to get better at, and I am getting better at, is asking for help when I need it. And, you know, so much so, just now I just sent off a message to a couple of friends, I'll call you later, I need a chat. Another friend, I'll, you know, do you want to meet up? Can we have a chat later on? But also being mindful of who I talk to. <laughs> because sometimes you can talk to people I can't remember who was saying it earlier on, but they can just, they can just, yeah, yeah, they don't do you any good. So just be mindful of who I talk to and switching the conversation sometimes. But um, yeah, I've got work to be done, but I'm feeling good. I'm yeah, going out in the rain and yeah. I'm feeling good. I love it. I love it. And of course, I picked some sticks for you, girl. And you know what I love? Let me just tell you what I love about energy. So we've been over talking about energy over all of these conversations. And I keep saying, face changes, energy remains. And sticks wouldn't be sticks if they haven't done what they're just about to do. So when you're in an energy room or in a room of energy, you're just around people. If you've ever brought the first pack of sticks, they're different colours and each colour kind of represents a chakra. And when I used to do rooms of environments, like when there's a group of us and we pick a stick, I don't just look at what was said on those sticks. I look at the colours and more often than not, there is a majority of a colour and it just shows us where the energy of the room is. Like the way that you can use sticks, you can use them in so many different ways. And as Susan was speaking, I was feeling her energy and I was like, oh, I've got like three, four collections in front of me. What collection to go for? I've actually been toying between like four collections today for this whole room. So I was like, OK, we'll do a queen stick. She feels like she needs a queen stick. Here's your stick, Susan. Queen, it's time to release and clear. Hello, Faith. Bye bye, fear. The reason why I'm laughing is because that's the process that you're going through, but it's also the stick that Dawn got. I put the stick in. That collection has 50 sticks. It's got 50 sticks in that collection. My queen sticks are not color-coded. They're all neutral. And I put it in, I mix up the whole pack. Same stick. Face changes. Energy remains. I even went, oh, okay, cool. We've already got that stick. Let me pick another stick. So I went to the purple collection, real ass woman collection. That collection's got 10 sticks. Here's your stick, Sue. Fuck it up, buttercup. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I was like, but what? Cece got that stick. But again, 
face changes, energy remains. I weren't convinced. Guess what, guys? I picked another stick from the Black Collection. Who wants to guess what stick I, I picked? Love it away. How did you know, Cece? Susan, and your final stick said, love it away. Wow, wow. The past, love it away, love it away. There you go. Guys, anyone have anything to offer to Sue? Anyone have anything to say to the room? You know, I would offer to Sue. I really loved it when she said to Claudius, I didn't. Um... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty. <laughs> I think that, you know, that has been Susan for a lot of her life. If she didn't want to get close to you or she didn't want to know anything about you, or she, you would see her, but you wouldn't see her. She would be there, but she wouldn't be there. And that's another common thing that some of us in the room have. We've been present, but we haven't been present. It's just like we've been going through life, like, I'm here, but you're not actually here. So when you start to show up for you, then it allows you to see and access others as well. So sometimes, you know, that's why I think the register at school, when they say, Christina, present, it's also like sometimes Tanya has to do that with her roots. Like, are you present? Because we could be we could be in life, but not in life. So that was I loved when Susan said that. You know that honesty. I loved that about her. But also Sue, I think in the story of Lot, the other part of the story is after you know Lot did take up the mission, and, and not just for Claudius, for all of us, a lot of us. You know, um, he was instructed to walk and not to look back. But here, Lot. Please, there's good people there, you know, like what's happening with Dawn, but there's good things about my friends, and you know, so there's an aspect of us that we're being called to a different place, we're being called to an elevated place, but guess what, we still want to say, but there is good in that person and whatever. So, you know, God said, okay, go back and see who you can find. And when Lot went back with his people, you know, the people in Sodom and Gomorrah, they tried males tried to have sex with males yeah so it wasn't producing of life it was fornication and promiscuity and anything just that didn't represent growth and life and fullness it was dirtiness Mari, you know that kind of thing so basically the instruction was like so walk and don't look back. But Lot's wife, she had to still glance back, had to glance back at the life that they had, had to glance back at the past, had to go, and guess what happened? She turned into salt, a pillar of salt. She couldn't go where they were going to the new land, to the new place, to the new elevated ground. She turned into a pillar of salt. So, you know, we say keep walking, and if you ever have to look, and, and Sheldon said it last night, he said, we're living life looking in our rear, in our rear view mirror, and that's what causes a lot of the problems. So 
You've got to look forward to the life that awaits you. You've got to look forward to what's ahead of you and not keep looking back to what was because there's something so much more brand new waiting for you. So, yeah. Thank you. Amen. And I love it. And I love that, Sue, you're giving yourself time to go through your process. You know, you came in to elevate. It was a lot to take in. You was like, wow, I've taken in a lot. I need to rest a little. I need to do it at my own pace. And you're still present and you're doing that. And I just think we all need to trust in our own process. And it's really funny. Um, I really have enjoyed this room. I've loved this room. And I just love the realness of it. And I think that I'm loving Fridays because we actually hear some of you were saying how much the game helped you on Wednesday, you know, how much this questions helped you, how much that conversation inspired you. And I just think it's powerful. So I'm loving this and we will continue. I picked a card to close the, the card down for the guys. So I've picked a stick to close the room down for all the queens who are hearing this. And it says, dear queen, there is closure in letting go trust your journey and embrace the flow. And I just think that resonates with me. Um, does it resonate with the rest of y'all? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh God, oh God. <laughs> Literally. And I just think that we should all take it in. Go Dawn. Sorry, I missed that. What, what was that? I got distracted by somebody talking to me, sorry. It says, dear queen, there is closure in letting go trust your journey and embrace the flow that's for all of us oh hell yeah 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 yes bev i see you flashing your mic that's a yes for you too and miss tina and miss karen yes and i'm sure that resonates with you elsa julie and shanice y'all can let me know in the comments and even dad's flashing but i picked sticks for myself Picked one for you just now. I shut my eyes and I just wanted to say thank you so much for all you do and who you are. And it's a green thing, like your heart. Bro, about to everybody. And it says, Dear Queen, a blessing is on its way today. Boom! What's the best of it? I just had a blessing. <laughs> Dear Queen, a blessing is on its way today. Is a good day. Yeah! I didn't even know that stick was in there. Oh my God, my check-in today was entitled Today's a Good Day. You know why that stick is beautiful for me right now? I've been saying to everybody in the Elevate space, normally when I come into a clubhouse or just like when I'm in my service mode, I serve for my spirit. This week I felt a shift, a massive shift. And I'm starting to give from my heart. That is super vulnerable for me. People think that I'm quite vulnerable anyways, which I am, but I'm telling you guys, it is vulnerable and I feel it. I can feel it. I can feel this shift and, it, and it's really coming from my heart and I'm, and I'm, um, I'm embracing it. I'm, I'm showing up undone. I'm showing up um, in my tears. I'm showing up in my power. I'm showing up with my gloves on. I'm showing up with my gloves off. Like I'm just being present to being present and it's so beautiful um, and for me this week, I've had a good week. And when I say a good week, it's been like, I've been in a weird place for about two weeks, 
But this week it's like, let's go tea. Like it's, it's genuinely the momentum. And when I say a word place, it's nothing was wrong. It was just that it was like, I'm a mover. I move. I, I can let go of sleep. I can let go of opinions. I just can do what needs to be done. But the way that it's like, no, you're going to have to sleep. No, you're going to have to run around all day and do something I don't want to do. Oh, no, you're going to have to deal with Europe car all day, taking money out of your account. Oh, no, you're going to have to deal with that. And you're going to have to deal with this no and that no and this no. When I get a certain level of no's, it's something that Tanya doesn't comprehend because I know that there's not a no. So it doesn't discourage me. It makes me just go a little bit harder. But I swear to you, the way I keep hearing wait, wait, wait. And then I'm like, yeah, but I'm working with God. So, so, so what am I, wait. And it's like, ah. And then I have to remind myself to trust the timing. And the thing is, if you move in the wrong timing, it's a completely different outcome. And I love it. Who was it, David, yesterday when he spoke about the sperm being in the wrong environment and the effect that it has, that had me busted up. <laughs> but I got it. I was like, oh my God, that's so true. If you walked into a room and you see sperm in a sock, you think that's nasty. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. But if you, if a sperm meets the egg and that's the right environment, oh my God, that produces something so beautiful. And so I'm recognizing that timing is key. And I'm recognizing more than ever, yo, it ain't got nothing to do with my timing. And I even realized, even from my coaching session last week, how much I was still doing on a timeline. How much I'm still expecting to have achieved by the end of this year, for instance. How much I should have had together by 34. How many numbers should be in the room by now? How many people, because at the end of the day, as much as I'm of service, I've got a business to run. And on everything, it's not just in one place in my life, it is in every environment. God is like, wait. So I'm like, okay, cool. So something I do. Ask my parents, I don't wait. Wait for what? I don't wait. I, I don't know. Uh -uh. I don't wait but I'm having to wait. And again, in the wait, what's your posture like? And this isn't a wait where I need to lean into my spirit. It's not a wait where I need to lean into my head. It's definitely not a wait where I need to do anything. Guess what, guys? It's a wait where I have to go into my heart. And brah, that's uncomfortable. So I picked myself a stick. The first stick I picked was money flows easily. And I was like, thank you, God, <laughs> send it, please. And then these two sticks spoke to me. I picked a real ass woman stick and it says, dust off your crown. And then my queen stick says, here we go, guys. Are you ready? You can flash your mics if you want, because guess what? I get bodied too. Dear Queen, be still. 
Observe the magic unfolding inside you. Allow it to guide you. And that's just where I am. And that's what we'll miss, the magic. If I just keep doing, if I just keep giving from the place of achieving, you know what I mean? From the place of a timeline. So I'm just waiting, guys. I'm in the wait. I'm in the wait. Thank you so much, guys. I know many of you've got to leave. And I, and I mean, soon, uh, we must be building jobs because I know y'all going to be out of your real jobs because I have you in here all morning. Thank you, God. <laughs> um, thank you. Is there anything that any of you want to say to me in relation to my sticks or where I am? Yes, Talia. Yes, Daddy. The book I brought for you. I know. Because it's not for you, you know, you know it's got you gotta read it, then you gotta pass it on to Claudine, then you gotta pass it on to Kamisha, then you gotta pass it on to um Bishara. So, you know, I think you need to read that after the after you now. Okay, Father. I'm also practicing obedience. So yes, Daddy. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm too smart for that. Yes, mummy. Do you guys hear the tone when I'm when I'm about to get in trouble? Yes, mummy. Forgotten. I don't remember. No. Mm -mm. And I want to just say to you, did you actually do that revision yourself? I can't remember the lesson. No, I know what it was. It was instead of thinking of your environment as environments, think of them as what is your relationship like with that thing. Was that it? Right. So because like you said yesterday, you loved and you cackled out when David said about the sperm in the wrong environment is mess, whatever, in the right environment is life, you know. And when you're being asked to wait, you know that book that we hated to read, Jesus of Mercy, in our book club, we had to read this book called The Wait. And it was based on, was it thing, Tanya, when people don't have sex, what's that word? Um. What's that term called, guys, when people wait to have celibacy. sex after marriage? Some kind of celibacy or something. The wait, basically, yeah. Abstinence. There you that go. Wasn't, but something similar. It wasn't that word, but it was another word, but for the same something. You know? And that making love, that, yeah, intimacy, intimacy, that is your everything creative you, you throw everything into that there's no come there's no holding back from the man whoosh, and there's no resistance from the woman so it's perfect alignment and that's that's the point of creation so when you're being asked to wait because if you was you, you asked the other day are we creators or spectators 
And I was like, this is so interesting. Today I'm going to actually spectate. Because I wanted to, I wanted to experience the view from the, from the spectating chairs. So I deliberately played that role because, like you said, it's two different perspectives. And sometimes, you know, like earlier on when I was saying about people coming up and you said, I get it, because as much as you could run and grab the book, there's sometimes where you observe and you watch and you learn. So I think in the way, Tanya, you're just been, God is creating a new life for you. God is creating a new life for you. So, you know, you can be very go get them. And God is just saying, just wait. Just be patient, my child. I love that. And honestly, that's 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 just where it's at. Like, honestly, where it's at. And I know that. And that's why when I opened my journal where he had given me this same message in March and he had prepared me for this time, I cried so hard because he'd already told me but I wanted to be a little bit disobedient and I wanted to speed things up. And he's like, nah. And like, if you guys know this book that's coming out next month, I haven't written for like five months. So now my deadline is tight. But let me tell you, it's because I've been observing. I've had to chop. Because now when I write, I can write. That's how you've got to trust your process. And it's all kinds of listening and it's all kinds of, being still and it's all kinds of moving and sometimes it's at the same time but if you've been told to wait you know what it reminds me of I was always scared to tear when you push in childbirth and mum always said when they tell you to stop stop and pant so I'd go <laughs> acting like a stupid dog but I didn't get no tears I didn't tear but those people just wanted it out and they just push and push and rip up their self I didn't get that that's exactly what it's like, wait. And some of you might be in the wait and it might feel like the tide ain't coming in and it might feel like you've been forgotten about or it might feel like you're doing all the work and ain't seeing the results, wait. I appreciate that, thank you. Any final words from anybody before we wrap up the room? No, all good. So we're all good. Thank you all so much for listening, for being here. I am in my way uploading slowly all of the outstanding audios. So by the end of today, everything will be up to date. Um, I think I'm up to last week, Friday. So I've just got to upload this week's. I pray that if they do inspire you, you do share them with other people um, and you do encourage people to listen to the podcast. It's a cup of tea on all platforms, just in case you can't make it into the room. But also if you can be in the room, there's nothing like getting bodied live and direct. I appreciate you all for your participation. I appreciate your energy for listening. And I just really appreciate you all for being here. I pray you have a beautiful, beautiful weekend and you really do invest in yourself. You fuck it up by the cup. You let go and surrender if you need to. You dust off your crown and you move with the magic that is inside of you. When I heard Dixie speak, it brought tears to my eyes because I just thought, the assignments on our life are so much bigger than us. I remember a season and I hated how giving my parents were. I was like, bro, you're my parents. Like, first of all, y'all gonna adopt a whole child and then you're gonna have bagger children and then you're gonna be out here giving to everybody and their granny. Like, how? That's my level of selfishness, bro. Like, I can call myself out. But when I see 
how much they give and how fruitful it is. I'm so happy to share them. I'm so happy that my parents could be examples to other people. I'm so happy that my sister is the sister for everybody. I looked at a picture that popped up on my Facebook yesterday and it was when I decided to take another journey in my life in 2016 and I was talking on another platform and doing this live show and in the picture Claudine's there fixing my clothes, micing me up, fixing my hair and I was just like it don't matter where I go, what I do, to have a sister is incredible and to even see the relationships that my sisters have and my siblings like family hits different when you really choose each other not when you just choose when it's okay and comfortable no when you wake up every day and you choose each other that extends far beyond anything we could touch far beyond anything we could fathom far beyond anything we could know and as Dixie spoke this song just came to me because it keeps coming but I get it and I pray yes ma'am before you play that song I just wanted to say like when Claudia said, you know, when I spoke to him and he said, you speak to my heart, yeah, I just want to acknowledge Julie. I want to explain that how that woman loves her man. She came to me, you know, and she said, Christina, Tina, will you be Claudia's accountability buddy? I said, me? Julie? Me? <laughs> I was like, wow, that is, that's a job and a half, you know? But I just wanted to say, honestly, like, you know, when you hear our story, Julie's my cousin, I love her, you know, her and Claudius were previously together, they've rekindled their love, but I just want to say, when a woman truly loves a man, she might even have to go to that ex-woman, who is his friend, and speak so that she could speak to the heart of that man. So I just want to acknowledge Julie, and when you say that thing about sisters and family and love, I love you, Julie, you know, and I am so going to be on top of this man. This man, this Claudius, he better come correct, because Julie is a whole fucking ass woman. I want to put the fuck in there, Claudia. That woman, that woman, that woman, that woman. Now I know what you've been doing behind my back. And and I just want to add, Julie's been in my inbox making sure that I pick sticks for you, making sure I bodied you. So shout out, Miss Julie. She was making sure that her man got what he needed to get. Okay. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Because if Julie stands up, don't do that. <laughs> I am in great in every form and every shape. And I love my baby. I love her to the T. I love you, Tina. I love my family. I love the people in this, in this room. I just, you know, it's today, you know, I am full of life this morning. Full of life and loving it. And as you spoke, mum, thank you so much for that. Honestly, guys, I'm, my heart is full. I was going to play a song, but as mum spoke, I had to switch the song because I just remember what was done in this room today. So I pray this song absolutely blesses you all. And if you need a pull up, let me know. Here we go. Be great.
Mama, 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 